He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Even if they don't book with you, your guests, your previous guests should all be booking with you thereafter if they're coming back to your particular area. You know, there is no excuse not to be, you know, constant, not to be communicating with them all the time and for them to know, hey, we're coming back to this area in Spain or to Brighton or London, wherever. Um, Hey, I know we had, you know, we had a great time with these guys last time. Well, you know, why would we look elsewhere? You know, we know we we had a great experience. Um, So not to hone in on that and to focus on repeat guests, which so many companies don't, it's, it's staggering. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. All right, welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and another special guest on the show. They're all special, but some guests just hit a little bit closer to home with me. And Damien, you're one of those guests. So I just want to say thank you for being on the show. And I'm excited to talk about Booking Direct and the direct book movement. And so let's just jump right in. I want to know about who Damien is, origin, how you got started, and what you do. Wow, that's, that's an introduction. Thank you, Will. I'm <laughs> uh, really delighted to be here. Hi, I'm Damien Sheridan, everyone. Uh, I am the director of the Book Direct Show, which is happening in September. And I'm an SEO. I work in search engine optimization for property managers in the vacation rental industry. I've been doing that for uh, about six or seven years, uh, almost exclusively with property managers. And yeah, more recently, over the last 18 months or so, I've got involved with events. Uh, for the book direct movement and how we can reduce our reliance on big OTAs, you know, not naming names at, at this stage anyway, um, yeah. and how we can you know, really gain a bit more control back of our own businesses and not have to piggyback on, on others effectively. And um, yeah, just just make it our business to make it our business is, uh, is my tagline. So. So yeah, that's, that's me. I'm currently in Spain and um, I'm Irish, but li- I've been living in the UK for the best part of 20 years and I moved to Spain a couple of years ago. So, so yeah, that's me. I was going to say, Irish part got me for a loop. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was brought up in Dublin until I was okay. uh, 18 and I went to university in England. So uh, yeah, wow. you, didn't, you didn't pick up on the funny accent then. No, not at all. <laughs> that's awesome. I've been outside for the year as well. <laughs> well, I was going to say for all the listeners um, that have been following along the journey, um, I was in London where I first met you in person after having a few interactions um, over LinkedIn. And um, something that I've been passionate about is, you know, booking direct, direct bookings, you know, getting that repeat guest um, to solely trust your brand, not, you know, all these off brands and OTAs, right? And so for the listeners, we met in London at the um, Shorties Award, which was awesome such a good event and and you know seeing the community draw closer together was awesome and then of course the short stay show 
the day after. And so let's talk about for you to that moment, you know, obviously a lot has happened in the last 18 months, like you said, with, you know, the book direct uh, show and just the overall movement itself. So what really got you into SEO with specifically vacation rentals? Obviously SEO is a big, um, big topic, but vacation rentals is a little smaller niche of that. Yeah, sure. Well, primarily because I bought a property myself in Southern Spain um, 17 years ago. And um, when I was in my uh, early to mid twenties and um, I needed to, uh, to get a bit of money going. Um, and so, yeah, at the time, I mean, this was prior to Airbnb and a lot of the big OTAs and, you know, um, where you, and, you know, being able to make a very quick website and, and all of these amazing software technologies that we have these days. Um, it was a lot more difficult. These were the days of putting a, you know, a leaflet in your corner shop and uh, print advertising and yeah. things that a lot of people now just can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I primarily for, um, for about 10 years, I worked in business travel in London and corporate travel. And um, I worked on some websites, kind of getting to getting to grips with websites and how they begin, how they rank on search engines. And it was very different back then. And you could manipulate yeah. that your ranking uh, position very easily. Um, but yeah, I just kept a, um, a tab of that and kind of took over some some uh, business travel websites uh, for companies I was working with. Um, and then really, in all honesty, I got burned out working. Uh, I was traveling each day from Brighton to London. And um, I just found the, the corporate world a bit too much. Um, I, I wasn't enjoying life. And I, I knew I needed to change, change things. So um, at the same time, I was writing a blog about vacation rentals, just marketing tips um, called Lebo Rentals, which I still have these days. And um, I thought, hey, you know, let's learn a little bit more about SEO. And, 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 and even then, you know, SEO wasn't really a phrase. You know, everyone knows about it now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't want to know how it works, but everyone has heard of it. Um, but I thought, look, let's let's kind of fit the two together um, and, you know, carve out a bit of a niche there. And um, yeah, and it's kind of worked ever since. And I got a, I got a lot of business by referrals, mostly. Um, and yeah, so really that itself has brought me into the, the book direct movement. So um, yeah, so, so my clients clearly wanted something different and, and I knew there were a lot of people thinking this way, you know, I, I think perhaps there are a lot of, a lot of people in the industry who are, who don't need this. They don't need direct bookings. They're quite happy to, to source all of their revenue and bookings from major OTAs like, like Airbnb and booking, etc. But um, I thought this, this industry has got to change. We can't rely on, uh, you know, these, these platforms for 70% plus of our bookings, mm -hmm. uh, which is how it is plus even. And, you know, and I know of a lot of companies that, that have 90% plus of their bookings coming from these companies. So, um, yeah, I also attend a lot of events throughout Europe uh, in the vacation rental industry. And they're, they're, they're fantastic. They're really, really good. Ones that, you know, that you have uh, been to as well, Will. But for me, I kind of felt maybe equally that some of those events have been taken over a little bit by the uh, by some of these companies too, yeah. um, and that the message potentially is lost. The the direct booking message and 
education isn't there necessarily. So I thought, let's let's do something here. Let's let's um, not only talk to people about SEO. Let's talk to people about you know all of these ways to generate direct bookings. You know, email marketing, social media, uh, branding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All these things that I am not an expert in at all, but I know of people who are very good in this. So um, so that led to the event that I had in London uh, in February called the More Bookings Direct Conference which has since been rebranded to the Book Direct show, which we're having in September, which is going to be online, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of, so it's exciting times. No, for sure. And I was going to say, I think, um, I, I'm curious for you what your thoughts are on the fundamentals of, you know, booking direct and direct bookings coming in. What are the fundamentals of getting those? Other than, like you said, we both know that social media, branding, you know, operations, you know, cutting your costs to an effective operating level is a, a one way to do, you know, make sure that you're getting the best, uh, you know, that you can, but it takes so much time at the end of the month or doing whatever to reconcile all these OTAs and the payments and the commissions and all these things that you have to go through to make sure everything is, um, you know, up to, up to par. So what do you think the key fundamentals um, in maybe two or three steps for owners, whether it's B&Bs, hotels, um, Airbnb, you know, vacation rental type properties, what do you think the key fundamentals would be to start moving towards that direction? Oh, that's a tough one just to uh, break down to a, a couple of, uh, a few fundamentals, Will. Um, I we, think, we, well, we personally, the whole thing. where I come from, from an SEO point of view, I think a website is crucial. Um, I think every company, individual owner, you know, however, whatever um, host there is out there, you need to have your own website if you're serious about getting direct bookings. Um, you know, there, there's it's very limited what you can get get across on a listing. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, video example. You know, where are you going to share your videos? Uh, where are you going to get your, you know, unlimited message across to your potential clients? Um, and most importantly, you know, where, where are you not controlled? You know, you are controlled an awful lot by, by placing your book, your listings, your properties on a listing side. You know, if you're, you, you know, you can't uh, liaise freely uh, on most booking portals and, and OTAs uh, because you're not going to get, you know, their, their guest data. You're not going to get their email address or phone number mm -hmm. uh you're you know you have to use a third party for everything um so yeah i mean communication is essential um, i think we all need to be able to communicate with our guests you know yes. before during the booking process and afterwards that, that's absolutely fundamental and that is very restricted uh through otas you know even once the booking is confirmed you know to, to even get an email address you have to be a little bit sly about it yeah which is crazy because that's your booking you know <laughs> Um, that person has trusted you to book with you on, on another listing site, but yet you're still not getting their email address unless you ask for it externally. Yeah. So, you know, for me, the whole thing about a direct booking is, is the control um, and that you having complete control over, the, over that, that guest, you know, and, and uh, over how you want to communicate with them. Um, so for me, yeah, the, the number one would be a, web, a website um, and, and having having you know a good well optimized site i mean you know i'm not going to talk to you about seo now because you know we could speak about that for days yeah. um you know there's keyword research and there's you know there's 
Google and Google My Business. And there's all these things that, you know, you need to be aware of. But for at very least, if you want somebody to find your brand name on a listing site and then to, you know, to, to find it by searching on a search engine, you know, I think that's the very least we, we owe to ourselves, uh, to our, you know, for our guests to be able to, to discover us and to be able to book you know, off away from that OTA. I like that you brought that up because so many times from a hotel and vacation rentals perspective, we have had guests that think they are booking directly on our site. They think, you know, I'm booking at slicktalkhotel.com and yet they're on an OTA, such so as booking Expedia, whatever, right? And then there's an issue, let's say, you know, on that OTA, something was miscommunicated. They thought they were getting X, but they really got Y. And with that, if they were actually on your site, they would have seen Y and gotten Y. Instead, they got you know something else, right? And so often, guests get frustrated and it's kind of feel like they've been bamboozled or they've been you know tricked in a way um, because, like you said, there's no control. So to fix that issue, you now have to direct them back to that OTA, and then that causes more frustration. So if we're talking about a guest perspective, that's where I get super. You know, that experience is now dampered and and kind of ruined in some aspect it may not ruin their whole trip but they're going to have that bitter taste of yeah they couldn't solve my problem on property because there wasn't any transparency with their booking they thought they you know were on on the site and they're not and otas are getting really 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 clever at you know camouflaging themselves into really you know making themselves look like they're that property itself so you know, and I think trust is a big element here. And, you know, you had Chris on, obviously, before yes. talking about consumer yes. trust. And, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's all about that. Um, but I think, you know, the, the onus is on us to make any guest who finds our website, for example, the onus is on us to make sure they know they're going to get the best deal when they're on our website. Yeah. They're going to not only get the best price, and they should always get the best price, but, you know, they're going to get all of those little extras that, you, that you're not going to necessarily get on an OTA. You know, like like your early check-in or late check-out or free luggage storage or, you know, there's so many things you can offer to someone who books direct on your site, have it front and center on your site. You know, this is what you're going to get. Um, you know, it's a responsibility that we all have before they potentially leave your site, maybe book elsewhere, you know, and that does happen. And, you know, you can't get away from the fact that these OTAs, uh, have has such a huge yeah, a huge pull over over travelers mm-hmm. and people like familiarity and they like to go back to the same place to book because they trust it um, but you know even if they don't book with you what um your book your guests your previous guests should all be booking with you thereafter if they're coming back to your particular area you know yeah. there is no excuse not to be, you know, constant, not to be communicating with them all the time and for them to know, hey, we're coming back to this area in Spain or to Brighton or London, wherever. Um, hey, I know we have, you know, we had a great time with these guys last time. Well, you know, why would we look elsewhere? You know, we know we, we had a great experience. Um, so not to hone in on that and to focus on repeat guests, which so many companies don't. It's, it's staggering. Uh, that they don't communicate with their previous guests, uh, and it, and in a in a in a friendly kind of non-salesy way as well. You don't have to 
just send the same salesy newsletters, you know, once or twice a month saying, hey, this is what we've got available this month, yes. uh, you know, for this special day. You know, tell them about the events that are going on over the next couple of months. You know, tell them what's new, what's, uh, you know, what's happening with you. You know, at this, at the moment, tell them how life is difficult for you. Mm -hmm. You know, be transparent, but let them know that you're real people. Um, you know, I think this is fundamental at the moment, you know, open up communication. Uh, and, you know, for the little place apartment that I have locally, it's so, uh, I'm, I'm just, I, it's, it's amazing. I've had so many guests contact us to say, hey, how are you guys doing? Is everything okay? You know, yeah. these are regular repeat guests. Yeah. But how nice is that, you know, to, to know that your guests care and they care because you've cared about them and that you keep in contact with them as well. So I think, you know, that's a responsibility that's, that's nearly criminal for us not to, uh, you know, to hone in on all of the time, just to, you know, to really respect and look after our, our, our past guests and make sure that, you know, if they're coming back, why, why book elsewhere? Yeah. You're bringing in the fire, man. That was like straight up the, the biggest, yeah. Woo. You got me going because that is <laughs> part, like, you gotta think about it. We're not only you know, all these fundamentals of communication, but don't forget the human aspect, man. You make connections with these people. Um, I always think of like my repeat guests that would come at like my property on the coast, you know, just saying, Hey, how's your family doing? Blah, blah, blah. How's Hazel? Or like, you know, just making those little connections like, Hey, I know it's your birthday in November. Are you guys coming back? Like just the small little things is so crazy on how important it is. And just the fact that we forget that and we're in hospitality sometimes. And so we're not sometimes, but we're in the hospitality space. And sometimes we forget that part. We're so focused on yeah, you saying something like, like uh, you know, knowing details about your guests. If you yeah. like know that they have, the first time they came, you know, to visit your place, if you know they were celebrating an anniversary or a mm -hmm. birthday or something about that, having that little bit of information and saying, you know, hey, you know, are you thinking of coming back for your birthday? Or, you know, just, just how's your dog, Trixie, or whatever. You know, these are the things that people love. They love familiarity. They love coming back to someone that they can trust you know, and, and who, who loves them? I think, you know, when you see that they have booked on an OTA, such as booking or whatever, once you see that, I think it's our job as hosts, as property managers, as hoteliers, whatever, uh, it's our job to see that and not say go above and beyond specifically for them just because they went on an OTA, but to really win them over to understand your brand. Um, this was something I was talking about with another podcast guest earlier this week and talking about your, your brand, your core values, your mission statement, your why should be communicated so well through your website, your booking software, your atmosphere, all the feelings and senses that they have when they walk on property that should be communicated so well to that when they do realize, Oh, I did book on X, Y, you know, Z.com. Um, but these people just went above and beyond. Like they, you win them over. It's kind of like, you know, getting a friend when you are in high school or in school, you know, you guys just connect and you're like, yeah, like we're going to be, we're going to be connected for a while. And having that sense of comfort, that's where um, I always say, it's not our job to train them that OTAs are bad and that they shouldn't book on booking or they shouldn't book on this, that they should, it's our job to really communicate the aesthetics and the, the overall like who we are as a company and who we are as a brand that is where we I think lack um, 
just because we get so rel- you know reliant on these OTAs that do have a big reach and a big pull that I've heard hoteliers say, well, we can't fight the beast, so might as well you know have it on our side. And so it, you could fight the beast if you you know did these steps. And and I think so many years of being in the industry, they kind of get that mindset of of stuck uh, stuck. Mm. Well, you know, you know, just in terms of fighting the beast and, you know, all these, these phrases that are attributed to OTAs, like, you know, a necessary evil and, mm-hmm. and you know, um, it, I don't think we should look upon uh, these companies as being, you know, the, the kind of the nemesis, yeah. you know, I, I think it's just a case of us, of us knowing the value of our brand yeah, and, and our offering. And even if you haven't worked out a brand yet, you know, think about how, how to do this because it is really important. But most importantly, know what you offer, know your value. And, um, and yeah, work on that because whilst it's not necessarily a case of, of telling a guest, oh, you know, don't go with Airbnb, they're rubbish, you know, next yeah. time. Just all you, need to, all you need to prove is how good you are because why would they then, if they've had a great time with you on their annual holiday or wherever they come to somebody, wherever they may come on a regular basis, you know, why, why should they go somewhere else? You know, if they've had a great time, if they trust you, um, you know, that should be their one go-to place. Yeah. You know? um, so I think that that's really important. Let them know how great you are, you know, as opposed to saying how, how you know, rubbish booking.com is or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not anti-OTA at all. You know, no. this is something I'm really trying to get across for my event as well. It's not anti-OTA. You know, the, um, these, these sites do wonders for all of our businesses. Yeah. Every one of our businesses has, yeah. you know, has sourced so many bookings and millions of eyeballs from them. And they're incredible what they do. And yeah. they spend billions on advertising and they do all that, you know, to get the bookings through us, sure. But, um, a lot of our businesses, you know, couldn't survive without those. Yeah. But it's just, for me, it's about education and knowing, hey, there are, there are alternatives out there. We, we can actually source our own bookings. We don't have to rely on them for 90% or whatever it is. You know, we, we can reduce that down to, you know, 60%, 50% or, or whatever and have just that little bit more control over our own business because it is our business. It's not their business. You know, and uh, I think I think that's important just to remember. No, 100% agree. We're not dogging on any OTAs. This is a, a known fact that we do know that, you know, this is a big part of our industry, a big part of our business. Um, I've actually worked with amazing reps from OTAs, you know, you know to ensure that our, not only are our guests being taken care of, but is the property being taken care of? You know, are we communicating our core, you know, amenities and services and offerings, you know, properly on these other sites and, and they do wonders like that does um you know i think is a is a key aspect you know working together on those certain things but at the end of the day like you said you know we this is our business it's our property um so why not take control and that's i think the reason why a lot of us get into this industry is because we get to be so creative and we get to be you know we can spark up an idea and we can make it happen and i think um a lot of us are i wouldn't say dream yeah we i would say we we are dreamers but we like to execute on the dreams um one of my favorite phrases for our business is you know exceeding expectations creating destinations uh when you think of a destination i think of like bahamas or you know somewhere very surreal and and kind of 
not really in the real world, but we get to do that with our, our properties, whether they're in an apartment in Spain or Seattle or, you know, whatever, we get to create a destination at a place that most likely isn't really considered a destination for some people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I think that is super key, um, you know, for, for us as an industry. Now, Damien, I want to kind of ask you for just the, not only to help with the, you know, book direct show and with the, you know, the whole movement of moving forward, but what are some things, um, hosts, hoteliers, B and B owners, um, managers in the industry can do, um, today during this pandemic, obviously we, we've all have felt the hurt of COVID-19 in the industry with domestic and foreign travel being, um, either shut down completely or, or temporarily or, um, very, very minimal, you know, for essential workers in the healthcare industry. Um, what are some stuff that we can do today uh, in order to ensure that we're either prepared for the gates to open and to welcome our guests with open arms, or what is some stuff that we can do for the properties that are able to welcome some people at this time? Yeah, well, there is so much we can be doing. And I did write a guide for this on the Book Direct Show website. I mean, the thing is, we can start with our website. Every website can be improved. You know, we can all look at little things, even if you've got, you know, a really a well-performing website. You know, do you know that, for example, your booking process, is your booking funnel working properly? You know, are you minimizing the amount of clicks it takes for somebody just to finish a booking? You know, is it two, three, or is it more? Do you actually know straight off the bat how many clicks it takes for somebody to finish a booking on your site? Is it too long? You know, are you asking people to register before they make a booking? Are you looking to upsell before they complete their booking? These kind of things, little things you can be working on on your, on your website, uh, as well as a ton of other stuff. I mean, I could talk all day about someone's website, and that's part of my job with SEO. Uh, we've got some great speakers, actually. Sorry, not to push the point too much about the show, but about booking conversion, because for me, booking conversion is a massive thing. You know, it's all well and good driving people to your site by various means, like SEO uh, or, you know, paid advertising. But, you know, once you get them there, let's get the booking in place how can you do that you know how can you get them to trust you your site your brand your booking process etc so um yeah so that's something that really fascinates me booking conversion um let me see i'm kind of probably going to focus more on digital things yeah. will just because that's my area of expertise um i would advise everyone to look at their google my business profile sure. uh, and optimize that with making sure you have one for a start. It's amazing the amount of people who don't know whether they, whether they have one. Yeah. Um, you know, getting your postcard sent out to you to verify your, your property locations or your business location. Um, up, you know, adding loads of pictures, getting your categories right. I mean, there's so many essential things, but you know, Our that's a really, yeah, descriptions, everything, all the amenities on there. And it changes all the time. This is the thing as well. You know, yeah. you need to be looking at this every couple of months at least because there's so many changes um, to, to things you can add on there. But that's a really good way of getting in the little map, uh, the little map pack um, mm -hmm. on there for, for search. Um, so a very easily actionable um, process. Um, oh, what else? Um, I mean, data is really important. Um, oh, do you know, I, I'd, I'd actually 
advise everyone to look into SMS messaging because that's something that's really overlooked in our industry. So few people use it. Um, and, you know, whilst you might think, oh, is it a bit intrusive? You know, open rates are staggering on, on SMS and, and the effectiveness of it. So something that's really worth, if, if that's some of the data that you've got from your previous guests, you know, keep in contact with your guests via SMS. Really, really effective. Yeah. Um, and there's loads of great platforms out there and it's really minimal cost as well. Yeah. Uh, so very cost effective. Um, what else? I mean, yeah, repeat guests, now is the time to really speak to all of your repeat guests, you know, mm -hmm. and whether you're kind of telling them about, you know, how you, how you are as a company, how things are going, we'd love to have you back, you know, can you offer them maybe credit or a voucher or something like that? For, for a future stay, that might be a really nice way of, of getting some, some yeah, cash flow together during these difficult times. Well, also communicating your cleaning procedures. That's uh, yeah. a huge thing. You know, right? this, this, this is a really interesting thing, the cleaning procedures, because obviously this is something that's, that's gained a lot of uh, interest over, clearly over the last you know, few weeks and months. Um, and how we've got to... And this is something I've been saying. We've got to tell all of our guests, you know, now, you know, we're cleaning. Our place is going to be clean. They're going to be so clean. But, you know, does that, um, does that strike a message that, hey, they weren't clean before? You know, um, <laughs> they should have been clean the whole time. That should be an assumption. Uh, yeah. But, yes, I do think we need to have at least a mention of how deep cleaned your uh, properties are. Mm -hmm. uh, and they are, you know, Whilst I don't think you should ever say anything like COVID-free or coronavirus-free or anything like that, just to say that you go above and beyond to clean and what your procedures are. And, you know, if you want to go down the route of chemicals that are used or anything like that, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, it certainly needs to be, to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, the, uh, I think it was the assumption, you know, places are already clean. Like you, when you book at a Marriott or you, you book at a Starwood or whatever, you know, name brand or unnamed brand, um, you know, it's kind of an assumption like, okay, like they're clean, but now knowing like people are thinking more of, you know, how much they touch their face and the door handles and they're thinking about all the extra things, um, that this has kind of made us aware of, um, not that we weren't aware already, but it's just now in the, the front, you know, thinking of our, our brains. Um, so now communicating, you know, like, yeah, we've been doing this cleaning procedure before COVID and now with COVID we're, we're just showcasing it in a, in a sense and yeah never say you're covid free because that's a that's a statement that will get you in trouble probably that, that could come by to bite you in the ass that one yeah yeah definitely we're good at that right uh, yeah. but you know it's interesting in terms of like hotels versus short-term rentals and, and yeah. how how that assumption might be for travelers over the next six to 12 months you know which which is can be trusted a little bit more you know because um, I think there might be some people who assume a hotel is going to be have like higher cleanliness levels. You know, you've also got check-in to deal with where you yeah. mightn't have that necessarily at a, you know, short-term rental place. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of undecided about that, where that assumption might lie and whether it's different for urban as opposed to more traditional VR uh, um, stays in, in like more, you know, rural areas or, or outside of town areas. So it's, I think it's something we all need to consider though as well. For sure, especially like contactless check-in and 
all the yeah. go into it versus hotel you have a bunch of people in one area and you know short-term rental you have just you and whoever you brought with you you know you don't have staff and um, other guests that you don't know you know in the same occupied yeah, exactly. you're going to be in a, in a you know in a lift or elevator with with people yeah exactly yeah. you don't yeah. know you don't want to be near yeah. you don't want to see the reception staff you know so yeah. i think that's what we've got going for us yeah um, well damien just to you know just show my my thanks and my gratitude just for being on the show super excited um to see more coming soon but where can guests that are listening right now um find of course information about you the um book direct show and of course all the amazing things that we got going on Oh, you're so kind, Will. Um, well, first, the uh, the show is uh, it's very easy. Website URL it's bookdirect.show, and um, I'm on tw- mostly on Twitter and on LinkedIn. Uh, my LinkedIn profile is just Damien Sheridan. That's D A M I A N Sheridan, and on Twitter I'm on Damien Sheridan nine. And yeah, I mean, just, yeah, tap me up. Um, and I'm, I just, you know, I'm a bit of a book direct nerd. Like uh, <laughs> there's a few of us out there and I just, but I, you know, I passionately believe this is where we should all be, be headed. You know, I don't think, um, no, I think these are our businesses. I think we need to take care of our own business first, uh, first and foremost, and, you know, just reduce that reliance on, on the other big boys. You know, I think we're, we're important and we need to, uh, we need to think about ourselves. Uh, and this is a really good time to do that, you know. Maybe good is not the right word. It's not a good time, but it's a, it's an appropriate time to, uh, to to work on our own businesses and our own branding and and all of the things we've spoken about. Um, and it's a good time to work on our on our book direct strategies. Yeah, I think we could probably have a Joe Rogan episode where it goes on for hours and hours and hours of yeah, you, know, so, yeah. you know talking into depth of all the things that it's definitely a conversation. I think that has been just so ongoing for me, uh, especially in the last week, you know, talking with you and then, you know, there's people in our industry like Mark Simpson and just a bunch of other people that really are focusing in on this. Um, And I I loved it when I talked with you when we first met in London um, was that in the States, it's a little bit different. I think I've seen more of the bad side of it, like hoteliers just kind of giving up um, saying, you know, well, they, they have billions of dollars that has marketing backed, you know, you know, for years and years and years. Um, there's nothing we can do about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think taking the stance now to, like we said earlier, it's not to bash them or to, you know, put them out of business. It's definitely a needed uh, market. You know, they have such a big reach. Um, but I think it's so nice to, and refreshing to see the, you know, the, the stepping up of leaders in the space, whether it's, vacation rentals, B&Bs, hotels, you name it, um, to yeah. really rise up. And, you know, I think it's even, it's a community, you know, yeah. as opposed to even leaders. You know, that's something I'm really finding with the people who were involved in, in my show in London and who are going to, well, you know, we've got 40 plus um, speakers, yourself most likely included, Will, yes, uh, for yes, our, our talk in, uh, for our show in September. But, you know, this isn't, Certainly not about me, you know, or I mean, Mark is going to be speaking as well in our, um, in our show, but it's not about one or two or, you know, three or four people. This is about not only the speakers, but it's about everyone together. It's about everyone networking, sharing ideas and, um, you know, just making this into a community that really builds up our own identity and, um, you know, just 
fighting back a little bit and just diversifying and you know just as I said before knowing our own worth because you know we are we've all got a lot going for us and uh, we, we need to appreciate that during especially during these difficult times. Amazing, could have said it better myself. So thank you. I'll make sure to include all the links into the description of the show. So anybody listening, please, please check out the Book Direct show. Um, I will put all the links and every bit of information that we've mentioned into the description and the show notes. So thank you everybody for tuning back into Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.